the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your time to shine. You were born for such a time as this. Such a time as God can't use me now. I've done too much damage. My life is a mess. I've fallen again. And I want to go and I want to scream, get back up, get back up. And let that, let that brokenness not be a stumbling block, but a stepping stone. Now you can come to this altar and cry out to God and say, create in me a clean heart. God, I want to leave here with the fire of the spirit again. I want that fire of God in my heart. And God can take you out of that misery and give you the joy, the peace that surpasses all understanding because now you're on the right path. Get back up and fight again. Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today on Regaining Lost Ground, we hear the fifth and final part of this spirit-filled message from Pastor Shane titled, Hearing from Heaven, Getting Orders from Headquarters. Romans 8, 13 through 14 tells us, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Does it ever seem that your prayers are not being heard? Ask yourself, are you hungry for more of God? Are you desperate to see your life radically transformed by the saving grace of Jesus? Today, Pastor Shane encourages us to trust in the leading of the Holy Spirit through steadfast prayer and daily humility to the truth of God's living word. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Idleman. Small daily choices are, are correct? Because saying making the right choice, remember, it's, it's often not the big things. Like there's no way I'm going to fall down to the ground right now. But it's not too hard to do this. Right? One step at a time. One compromise at a time. One wrong choice at a time. This isn't too bad, right? And then, bam! How did I get here? How did I get here? That's why the Bible talks about nipping it in the bud. Not the exact phrase, but removing sin. When sin fully grown brings forth death, abort the sin at the first incidence. Confess it. Bring it to others. Bring it to the light. You stop, and then you get, or the right, the right choices. How many of you, how many of us, I talk to men a lot times too, you know, you go, you time to, you know, you're going online, and you know you probably shouldn't be going online, and then that choice leads to a different choice. Leads to, see, it's one step at a time. How many people are in fractured marriages right now or divorced because of choices they started to make 
years ago that could have been halted, could have been stopped. But praise God, don't live in regret. That's why I put this at the end. Joy follows. Joy follows. Maybe I didn't put that. It's in my notes. (laughs) There we go. Kim was ahead of me. Good job. Joy follows the right decision. Joy follows the right decision. Here's why good decisions are so hard to make. The flesh, I want, I want to feel the instant gratification now, so I make the decision now and please the flesh. Now I'm, now I'm depressed. Where God's decisions say, this is hard, I'm depressed, I don't like it, I make the right decision, now I have joy. Delayed gratification versus immediate gratification. Immediate gratification, it feels good now, and then I have depression. Or, man, this is hard, I'm struggling, but I'm going to make the right choice, and then joy follows. That's how God's Word works. Now we can go to the next one. Here's, here's what I wanted to, to point on here. Change your course immediately for clarification. So if you're in disobedience, you're confused, you know you're not on the right path, thank God He doesn't make you follow a 20-stage checklist It takes a couple months. All right, all right. By February... If you do this, go to church every every Sunday and Wednesday, and you have to come to morning worship at 6 a.m. for the next six months, then you'll get back in my will. No, he says now. Change course now. Change course now. Prodigal son lost everything. He's eating with the pigs. I love what the Bible says. And when he came to himself, choice. That quick. Some of you need to come to yourself this morning. Some listening to this need to come to themselves. Run back to the Father. Stop eating with the pigs. Make a decision. Yes is difficult. And then I put in here how to know if God is closing a certain door. Because we don't want to force doors open when it comes, here, when it comes to hearing from heaven. And I, I wanted to do a whole sermon on this at some point. Because it's so important. But when God, when, when you're wanting to hear from heaven, get direction from God, don't force doors open. The Spirit forbade them a few times in the book of, book, book of Acts. Thank God for, for closed doors. What's that old song? Thank God for unanswered prayers. How many of you can say, thank you, Lord. I didn't marry such and such. Oh, maybe they're sitting next to you, so you can't do that. So. Thank God for unanswered prayers. Because God knows. God knows best. But many times I see even, even myself, I've tried to force doors open. Have you done that before? Force doors open. How to know if God is closing a door? I just want to share two things with you quickly. Number one, you have to really know, is it God's will? Is it God's will? Like, okay, Lord, I, I'm pretty sure you want me to do this. And so... When you're in God's will, you're going to have delays and distractions and setback and discouragement. Welcome to God's will. So when you know something is God's will, for example, many of you don't know, some of you do, if you've been here a while, but the radio stations that we purchased, did you know they didn't let me on the air about six years ago? They said, okay, we'll think about it, put something together, we'll put something together. They said, no thanks, you're not really a good fit. We do more Calvary chapels. It was Calvary chapel. Like, oh, okay. Well, I don't know what that was about. But I knew it was God's will. 
So I kept pushing and pressing, and Morgan said to email the station in LA. We did, and that's where the radio ministry started. And that's how, but I knew it was God's will. I knew, okay, Lord, you want, and, but there's other things where I don't know if this is God's will. You ever pursue somebody in a relationship and God closes the door and you don't want to keep pursuing that? He closes the door. So number one, try to find out, Lord, is this your will? Is this your will? Is this something you want me to do? And again, this would take a whole teaching, but I thought it was important to let you know to be, be careful. Lord, are you closing the door or is this something you want me to pursue even though I'm discouraged? And, and he'll show you, Lord, I need confirmation. I need confirmation if this is something you want me to do. I've never known God to leave a person hanging, have you? Now, waiting? <laughs> yes. Hanging? No. What's the difference? Hanging is I've got to make a decision now. I've got to know tomorrow. I've got to make a decision. And, 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 and what am I supposed to do? Sometimes you'll step out in faith, of course, but, but God will keep you waiting, but not hanging. The finality of faith. The finality of faith. Finally, when we hear from heaven, at some point you have to step out in faith. Often it's the last step and it's the most challenging. Okay, Lord, I think I heard from you. Anyone been there? I think I heard from you. I'm going to do this and I'm going to step out in faith. Because before that point, it's really just a concept in our mind, right? We're struggling with it. We're going back and forth. We're not too sure. It's not too hard. You know, it's just, but now when we have to actually step out, so there will be faith involved. It's the last step and it's the most challenging. And then the final point, praise God, sermon's almost over. The power of peace. Let me tell you, peace is so important when it comes to hearing from heaven, following God's will. I, I don't know if this verse applies to us today though, does it? If any time in the history of the Bible, this verse is for us today. They didn't have TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and the news telling you how bad everything is and how your 401k isn't going to be there, neither is your retirement and the banks are falling apart and the treasury bill and the deficit and all kinds of garbage. Trust me, it's, it's not pretty right now. Be anxious for nothing. That's half the reason why I don't tell you a lot of things. Because I don't want to increase anxiety. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by and supplication. What supplication? It's a petitioning God. It's, it's persevering in prayer. With thanksgiving. Oh, I'm glad he put that there. That means my Debbie Doubter has to leave. My franicking Fran. So, okay, I'm not supposed to worry about this upcoming election. I'm not supposed to worry about this. Well, I'm going to take everything to prayer and thanksgiving. Lord, I'm thankful. And there's so much to be thankful about. Just think about it. Just think about how much thankfulness. Running water? Hello? Talk to Bishop after the service and ask, ask how many people in Uganda have running hot water. How many people have ice? Not many. No, ice. Ice. <laughs> you go in your refrigerator and put ice in a cup. No, not too many people know that luxury, have that luxury. Or a little box in the hallway. 69's a little cold. 
71, 72, 73. The heater turns on. Ask him how many people have that in their homes. In Uganda. You are so blessed in this country for a Christian to complain. Now it's hard. I'm not preaching at you. I'm sitting in the audience. It's hard. Why is it hard? Because I've become comfortable. And now you're shaking me out of my comfort zone. Kind of reminds me, I have a little puppy. He's a year old now. He'll follow me everywhere I get before in the morning. He just follows me. And he goes and sits right where I'm sitting on the couch. He knows. He's like fighting. He doesn't want to get down. I have to grab him. He's He's comfortable. He's kind of, he's not, and so I have to take him, I have to go, 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 go on the floor. Whoops, there's my. <laughs> Must be losing weight. I'm falling off easy. <laughs> I've been fasting though for this sermon, so I want to bless you guys. <sighs> but that's what happens. We become comfortable, and then when God, when something knocks us off of our comfort, how many people have. 401ks and retirement in Uganda. Ask him. If they don't get their next meal many times, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Kaiser, are you kidding me? And we complain and we complain and we complain. Me too. Guys, can you imagine if we got back to thankfulness? Lord, thank you. Doesn't mean you're happy. Oh yeah, take my 401k. I don't want any retirement. Well, I don't. I mean, yeah, it's like, oh man, this stinks. More than anything, what I'm upset about is what we're leaving for our children and grandchildren. That's what I really. That's what really ticks me off. These perverted drag shows and these pride parades and all this garbage that is going to destroy our nation. Lying and deceiving the wicked news. But in all of that, we should be thankful. <laughs> and let your request be known to God. And with as long, see, here's the thing. And I've had people tell me, but Shane, the peace of God, it says the peace of God will, will, will rule my heart. Why isn't it? Well, are you following the other thing? Are you following the precursors? Are you following the orders from headquarters to receive that peace? You can't miss one of these and, and have the peace of God. You can't be anxious and fearful and thankful. And the peace. See, the peace of God flows into a heart that is open because of all these things. And this peace will guard your heart. It will guard your minds through Christ Jesus your Lord. That's how truly know often peace of God is in your heart as you're making decisions and hearing from heaven. But I had to put a warning in there. I have to put this warning because I hear this a lot and so do you. Do you ever run to those people? You know they're in sin, right? They're like, you can't have two wives, my friend. You can't, you can't be cheating on your wife and, or you can't be in, in, in doing this type of very... Dist- and here's what they say. It happens a lot. But Shane, I have peace about it. Smile, I, but I have peace about it. You ever hear that? Come on. You know you're in sin. You are as caught as they come. C- can we be honest this morning? Have you? Can we, but I have peace about it. I've had 
wives call me, their kids are at home, he's at church with his girlfriend. Like, we need to have a meeting this week. Hello? Man, I've tried. I've done all I can do. You don't know what I'm going through. I have peace about it. What happens? They are continually suppressing the truth via disobedience and it offers them false peace. This is how even a Christian caught in sin can easily say, but I have peace about it. They don't have true peace. They've made up their mind to disobey God and have peace about that decision. So don't let those jokers fool you. Now, I should clarify, somebody might say that you disagree with, hey, I have peace about this, and you know you don't agree with it. That's, I'm not talking about that. We saw this a lot when the, um, I can't say the word, so let me um, jab. YouTube. They got little bots that go, in, your video has been, disc- they remove one video a week now from YouTube. You broke our guidelines, and you talked about. So if you're listening later, or here, go on Rumble. Go on Rumble, Rumble, Rumble. Go on Rumble, free speech. So would that happen a lot? Some people had peace about, you know what I'm talking about? Shringe, 21 gauge. No, maybe they use insulin needles. Those don't hurt. So... Some people said, I have peace about it, and they want to keep their job. They're going to do it. Others, and I had to deal with, you know, letters of exemption, religious exemption. It was like a, it was, and I would, and I would, I genuinely knew good people who had peace about it. Many times, you know, elderly, and they were told by their doctors, and hey, they had peace about it. God knows their heart. God's going to, you know, God's going to be with them. If they have peace about the decision, they've, it's who they're listening to. It's the doctors they're listening to. And then others who know Big Pharma and have seen many inconsistencies, we don't have peace about it. And so you did see the war going on, didn't you? People actually left this church because of my view on the mask and everything. And they have peace about leaving. And I, I agree that if you have... So, I'm not, so I just want to make sure you know I'm not talking about that here, right? This is in willful sin, not gray areas. Not gray areas. Now, you'll be happy. I did a survey recently of dozens of people, and only 1% is re-getting the next time around. So, we, you know, sometimes more information comes out, and we realize, you know, the, the, some things later. Um, but that, that's not what we're talking about. I just want to be clear here. This is in blatant sin, and you know those people, right? They're living with their boyfriend or living with their girlfriend pastor. I just have peace about it. No, you don't. You're caught in lust. You're not in church. You're not in the Word of God. You have false peace. The Bible says even transgression feels good for a season. Did you know that? Even sin feels good for a season. I remember it was 1990s. Hit in Las Vegas for the weekend. Oh, that felt good till Monday. Jet skis on Laughlin when we figured out we could fit a 12-pack of Corona under the seat. Come on, let's not play church today. Come on. 1990s. P- I tons of peace. Mom, don't pray for me. Be quiet. This church stuff. They're just wimps. We had a different word. I'm not going to use it. 
I peace about sin because it felt good for a season. But for whom the bell tolls when the price had to be paid and the cost came with following Satan in that darkness, there is a price to be paid. Oh, if I could go back. I would go back to 12 years old when I gave my heart to the Lord up on that mountain by Wrightwood and begin seeking Him like never before. Oh, if I could go back. But I can't, and neither can you, and it makes you who you are today. Because if I could go back, I would have never met Morgan. I wouldn't have my five beautiful kids. God takes a broke... I'm sorry guys, this is hard. Because God will take the broken things and rebuild your life. Those who have been forgiven much, love much. Those who have been forgiven much, love much. And the reason I, I get emotional about this is because so many people live in their brokenness. They live there. There's so many success stories here. But you don't know about the people back in rehab. People I've given the microphone to back on crystal. Back on meth. Back smoking dope every day. Open the door to the demonic again. So many victories, but oh God, the devil's winning too. And it's because they live in that brokenness. God can't use me now. I've done too much damage. My life is a mess. I've fallen again. And I want to go and I want to scream, get back up. Get back up and let that, let that brokenness not be a stumbling block, but a stepping stone. Now you can come to this altar and cry out to God and say, create in me a clean heart. God, I want to leave here with the fire of the Spirit again. I want that fire of God in my heart. And God can take you out of that misery and give you the joy, the peace that surpasses all understanding because now you're on the right path. Get back up and fight again. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through Me. Isn't it interesting? I mean, you can look at what, through what Bruce Willis is going through right now. And Matthew Perry, I followed. You know, I was praying for him for many years. I, I just have a heart for these guys. I know, um, like, uh, some of you followed Dana White recently. got in really good shape. My a friend of mine, Gary, is the one who helped him and did that testing on, on, on where his blood work and everything was. And and you know, and just having a passion, but seeing them so lost. So lost. That's why Jesus said to the woman, if you drink of this water, whew, man, let that sink in. Oh woman, if you drink of this water, you will never thirst again. Oh, there will be detours to your destiny. There will be distractions. There will be discouragement. There will be ups and there will be downs and you will fight like hell. But there, when you drink of this water, you will never thirst again. Once King Jesus fills your soul and fills your heart for real, for real, you can't play games with God. I'd lo I would love to preach that sermon sometimes at a high school. You can't play games with God. You've got to, you've got to make that commitment. Don't miss this opportunity, guys. If, if one thing I know, it's God gives us opportunities. Three times in the book of Hebrews, it says, if you hear My voice, harden not your heart. When you hear My voice, 
heart and not your heart. When you hear my, three times in one book, there's nothing greater on the planet than the preaching of God's Word going out and changing and convicting the heart. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your time to shine. You born was to town as this. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your time to shine. You born for such a time as this. Such a time. You've been listening to Regaining Lost Ground with Pastor Shane Eidelman. You can find more information at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.